Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorcom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out big news. And with us today, because they keep putting out big news, literally it's records every time we talk, is Jason Williams, CEO of Kiddos, trades in Canada, on the stock symbol K-I-D-Z, and for our friends in the S under K-D-O-Z-F. For those new to the story, here's all you need to know. Kiddos owns the biggest mobile advertising platform for kids and families. How big? There are almost 4,000 apps around the world using kiddos, reaching over 300 million kids. Uh, and their work with top brands, including Disney, McDonald's, Hasbro, you name it. More than just lip service, look at the revenue growth, guys. 2017, 1.9 million. 2018, 3 million. 2019, 4.5. 2020, 7.1. And, uh, and 2021, $12.4 million. So the company's delivering and they're giving revenue guidance of 20 in 2022 of between 19 and $21 million. Let's call that $20 million. So the company is absolutely delivering and they just announced a record Q1. Jason, welcome back, my friend. Thank you, George. Great to be here. Hey, great to have you back on. It's literally record revenue every time we talk. This quarter, 2.28. I'm just kind of rounding there. 2.28, yep. up 47%. Correct. Um, you guys just continue to deliver outstanding growth. Um, this one, you're saying uh, the big catalyst is the volume through the Kids Save Ad Network. Let's talk about how that volume was in Q1 and whether you guys were happy with the 47% growth or, or, or it exceeded your expectations. Sure, sure. Thanks. No, I mean, it was a great quarter for us. I mean, coming off uh, just an incredible quarter in, in Q4 21, it was nice to maintain um, a good you know, chunk of that momentum into um, what is typically a lighter time for advertisers. But uh, we were really pleased. We, we had a lot of great deals on. So many advertisers are, are happy and returning and they understand that uh, kiddos technology and inventory and systems is, is the best way for them to reach their customers and to build awareness. This is uh, in, our, in our brand business, the brand advertising that we do with, with amazing leaders and, and companies that, that take um, the rules, policies, and regulations seriously on, on how to, to reach kids in, in a digital world compliantly, and uh, they're amazing partners. What was also exciting for us is, uh, so two of our new business units that we're investing heavily in the performance business and the programmatic business are, are both showing really great fruits at this point and uh, beginning to um, have a meaningful impact in the growth of the business. And in fact, Q1 could have been even bigger, but for investments you made in the performance and programmatic growth side. Sure. Uh, let's talk about, but that's, but that's a good, but that's a good thing, right? You took away some growth from today in yeah. order to invest in more growth. Let's talk about what kinds of investments you were making and what Absolutely. expectations you, you have from, from both of those. Sure. So, I mean, we were, we're always pushing, um, you know, the revenue as much as we can. It's one of our, our main North stars internally. Um, for the investments, 
you know, took a hit probably on a on bit more on the cost side and the, the margin side, which we as a management team decided was the correct route. And so those costs came in the form of, um, you know, some, some strategic hires that we made, um, both technically and, and operationally, and also um, just taking a bit more risk in the optimization strategies that we're using on these campaigns. It becomes very um, kind of like you're operating at a high volume, you're trying to um, run impressions through the system for a particular client to generate uh, installs on, on the performance business. And, uh, and the margins can get thinner when you're really pushing it and you're experimenting. And so that's what we were doing, but um, we've learned a huge amount about both the, the algorithms that we're using and the techniques that we need to use to grow that business without sacrificing the margin. And so those are now in place and we're going to see, in my opinion, some steady um, <clears throat> improvements. And our target is, is really a 40% uh, gross margin. And that's where we hope to be for Q2 and certainly Q3, Q4, as we get into the, the really heavy uh, quarters of this, this business. Um, and for investors at home who don't know, maybe just run them through programmatic what that means because there are going to be a lot of people yeah. tuning in who are watching no, it's a great idea. No, great idea advertising is of course so i mean so kiddos is running uh, i'll just start at, at the top three business units so we have our brand business which is working with um the disney's and legos and mattels of the world who are uh bringing new products to market and are building awareness so they're they're building their brand campaigns and they're running videos and, and interactive ads on the kiddos network. That's our brand business. And that is growing nicely, both reputationally and at the you know low level dollar value through, through the pipes. So that is great. And then the two newer units is, is performance, which is uh, essentially in, in the name where we're generating app installs. So it's an install business. Uh, we get campaigns from other app owners. They have a particular price that they want to run installs through and we run them for them. And this is um, an enormous business segment. So the app install business globally is about a hundred billion dollar business today and uh, is, is owned and operated by some of the, the largest uh, mobile networks like the Iron Sources and AppLovin of the world have done an incredible job championing this area. And, and Kiddos is investing in technology and the operational skills to, uh, to be a leader. And we've found a really nice spot within the, the family segment. So there are a, a ton of apps that are applicable to our traffic, including uh, educational apps and streaming apps and all sorts of things that- uh, so If I've got the GeorgeCom app and I wanna try and get into the hands of as many people as possible, my target right. market, I go through kiddos and yep. uh, I'm paying for performance. So with paying every app install, I'm paying you a higher amount than I would for straight advertising for that. Yeah, that I mean, you give me a target and uh, and we work to it. You say, look, Jason, we're we're after 10,000 installs this month and and my, my price that I need to hit is kind of say $4 per install and then we'll optimize and run and, and try and hit your target. And, uh, and it takes a lot of um, tools and, um, proper technology and great reach, and uh, and that's that's what we do. We deliver. Yeah, you're not spraying and praying. You no. put some science behind it. You're not saying, "All right, George, we'll just spam your app to as many people right. as you can and hope for the best." 
you're right. actually applying real science behind as to who should target, when you should that's target right. them. That's that, that, right. And the programmatic yeah. side, just for people to understand that as of well. Course, of course. So the programmatic area is um, takes heavy technical investments and uh, a lot of, of business development kind of relations as well. And so essentially what we're doing here is instead of um, doing a sales deal with a brand or a performance client to bring in that deal, we are sourcing um, campaigns from the open exchanges, the open market of, of in the advertising technology. So we connect to um, leading exchanges and our technology then pulls ads off of the exchanges. And then we use systems to uh, ensure that they're safe and relevant for our, our market, of course, and then we run them. And, and so there's a whole bunch of um, little steps here, a lot of technical um, signals being sent back and forth. And of course, we're, we're fully compliant system following the Google and Apple rules for our um, kids safe media. And so there are extra hurdles that we've had to kind of cover off. And now that we're at a point where it's really starting to work, I mean, I mean, just a few days ago, once another connection gets done and another technique gets done, we can see like meaningful upticks day to day in this business. And the opportunity is extremely large because the amount of available impressions is, is, is huge because of the reach of kiddos, because in any app they're running. Often, so this will essentially help you fill inventory, right? It because helps us fill tons a of big part of your inventory is full from Hasbro, Disney, and so on it and is. so forth. But now you're looking to fill that remaining. We want to fill as much as we can. Yeah. And that's like the, the global fill rate. I mean, in say the US or the UK can be high at certain times, but at other times it's not. And, and this is also, you know, apps use multiple monetization tools um, from a number of networks at one time up to, you know, I know apps that use more than 10 at one time. And it's because no one, not even the biggest Googles, they can't fill every impression. There are impressions and it becomes a live market. And But if you can find it and deliver it at the right time, then you get that slot and you make that money and you take that margin and that's what it is. It's about, it, I've said this before, but it is more true than ever, especially in programmatic. And that is that the software, as you iterate on it, it gets better and better. It gets smarter and smarter. It does more and more and it, it's capable of making more money. And it, it, we've got an incredible team and we're delivering um, what we need to, to make meaningful gains in this area. And a lot of times in small cap, uh, you hear talk like that, but it's just wishful, thinkful, wishful thinking, hopeful thinking, big plan, sure. you know, but execution is still a big, big question mark. In your case, right. I already racked off the revenue growth year over year. So I'm not going to go through that again, but I'm going right. to reiterate the revenue guidance. I think this is the first time uh, you sure. guys have ever given you revenue guidance. So full year 2022, you're expecting 19 to 21, let's call it 20, just take right. that big number. I yeah. mean, so you're that you're not just talking the talk, you're walking the walk. You guys are doing the True. numbers saying, this is where I think we're going to go with all this. Yeah, we felt that, uh, you know, it, it's a high target. It's an aggressive target. It's, uh, you know, it's something that we've said internally and we wanted to set that goal for ourselves and, uh, and really push for it. And we think that the way that the products are coming together and the traction that we're seeing in the market that, uh, that we can do it. It's certainly a challenge. Um, putting 60% growth on top of uh, a record year is, is tricky, 
but we believe in what we're doing and um, certainly it's within reach. If we can pull it off, we'll be thrilled. And you're doing that uh, adjusted EBITDA positive. So you're not, correct. So sometimes you got business who are, you know, making a dollar, uh, uh, who are, but it's costing them a dollar 50. Right. So it's a, and, and we're seeing that, by the way, we'll talk about this in a second as a follow up, but we're seeing that in the tech world now where a lot of tech dis- destruction has taken place because right. Forgecom Technologies has record revenue growth, but their losses are dwarf their revenues. And that's a Correct. losing model. You're going to do it uh, uh, adjusted EBITDA positive. And that would be your third year in a row, right? Yeah, we're chasing the third year in a row and uh, it's a wonderful feeling. And, you know, I actually get this, I've had this comment from um, some stakeholders recently that, wow, it's sure interesting to work with a high growth technology company that is actually profitable. Like this is like close to unheard of. And so we're thrilled to be able to see our cash balance growing, our working capital growing. It, It definitely opens more opportunities for finding the right talent. And, uh, and we're a very remote team, which is exciting too. So we're, we're, we have staff from all over the world. So it's really been great. And we've seen high, super high quality people coming in and getting really excited with what we have to offer at kiddos. And so uh, it's, it's coming together nicely and we're, we're pleased. Um, does this open the door for M&A, both you acquiring or potentially kiddos now getting on the radar to to be acquired i mean is it once you once you sure. get that 20 million dollar and and profitable yeah i mean i think that kiddos is an interesting um opportunity for for companies we we being so unique uh in how we're servicing a particular extremely large but niche market makes it interesting it's not like there are other companies that do what we do and so from that perspective um, it's interesting we know that the ad tech business has has been growing globally very quickly and um, you know companies are getting in and they're looking at other opportunities so um, I would say yes I mean we're we're an interesting company we're a high growth company we're profitable we got great team certainly in um, when bigger groups are looking to acquire, they, they're interested in, in the people as well, because they've got a lot of complex systems and they want to make sure that it's going to advance what they're doing and fit into their, their you know, three to five year plan. And, and I think kiddos would do that for um, probably a number of different groups. And, and on and the, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, right? sorry. I was just going to say on the other side, of course, you know, we'd be looking, um, but we've got our hands full as well with, with what we're doing. And we're pretty excited with how it's going. Nice problem to have. And you're servicing, by the way, it's worth mentioning, uh, or at least make, emphasizing, you're servicing a very uh, a, a, a very difficult market to service because you, you've got to have all those controls in place. This isn't just an ad network that can serve anything from right. car ads to racy reality show ads, and you can just throw everything at it. You got to be really, you got to be really, really careful here. And not True. very many people are able to execute at the level that you're able to execute. Yeah, I think that is one of the kind of USPs of, of the company is that from the ground up, we built it without the data targeting and without the kind of you know privacy first aspects. And so for any existing group that was built in the opposite way, 
they can kind of retro build, but it doesn't really fit the principles of their system design. And so it does make more sense in some ways to complement an existing system with um, one that was built ground up to service this extremely large market. I mean, there are numbers that, um, you know, I've seen that say up to 40% of all internet traffic is from kids. And so, you know, you start to map out the market total addressable market from a 40% figure and fine, maybe we downweighted a bit because their discretionary spending is different, but uh, that's a huge number. And that number, Jason, I would assume anecdotally is going to grow by leaps and bounds by several magnitudes over the next seven, eight years as more and more kids around the world get access. Definitely. I mean, we now see that Elon Musk through his Starnet, correct me if I'm yeah. you know, Starnet delivering you know internet into places that just don't have it. Cool. So presumably, this market for the next ten years is is it unstoppable? Is it as, as unstoppable as I think it is in terms of? Growth? Yeah, I mean, I think that both we're going to see you know the accessibility and also just the the enforcement and regulations become increasingly strict too because data privacy is on that swing and it's not going to swing back anytime soon people are more aware than ever and they're more concerned than ever and uh you know i think not only adults but uh you know kids in particular deserve that data privacy and and that's something that we provide and it's not going to change for a long time, it's only going to get more stringent, and we're championing that um, in close partnership with amazing companies like the platforms themselves. And uh, and so that it's wonderful to be a certified partner of Google's, and uh, you know we really treat it seriously, and that is taken seriously by our customers, and uh, and is reflected in the performance of the business. Oh yeah, and they would they would punish you if you didn't. But of clearly, course. it's the opposite. They're rewarding you for right. actually, you know, adhering to all that at the highest at the highest level. So, yeah, when exactly. you look forward, you must when you look forward, you must think to yourself, wow, I mean, we could get acquired in a couple of years. But even if we don't, we got a 10 years of runway minimum in front of you. Of yeah. Phenomenal market growth, addressable market. I do feel that we're in a very strong place strategically and technically, and that is going to serve us as well. One interesting way that I like to look at it too is like we see this incredible talk and growth around the metaverse, right? And the metaverse is uh, important and interesting and expanding and valuable. But if we look at actual the, the metaverse players today, the strongest platforms, which I would say Roblox certainly, and we've got Minecraft and Fortnite, all of these are predominantly played by kids. So actually the metaverse is being developed by kids and not adults who have very little time to develop a metaverse. And so it's interesting that what we're betting on the future is actually being developed by a market which we reach more than anyone. Last question for you. Tech stocks, as we all know, as we all know, have taken, uh, have been beaten up pretty good the last three, four months. Sure. You've got the, the likes of Netflix and Shopify that are down anywhere between 65 and 80%. You got right. Facebook at 50%. You've got Amazon, who is this, you know, big behemoth with very little specific risk. They've got the whole market. Even they're down 33% or so in the last couple of months. So Kiddo's not immune to this, but you've, weathered the storm better than most if we look at your performance starting january 1st to today you've, you've outperformed all of those names what's your message to shareholders on that 
Well, I mean, starting with the market, we, we are pleased with, uh, with how it's held up in an obviously a difficult environment. Uh, you know, we, we, given our great performance, we wish it were higher, but at the same time, the percentage that we're down compared to some of these incredible leaders is uh, certainly something that we will take and we're pleased with. Um, in terms of a message to shareholders, I can say that we're, you know, thank you for coming on board. You know, please stay close, watch us grow. And uh, we're not going anywhere with this. This story has so much more potential. And, uh, and certainly we're in for the long haul to see, see where it's going to take us. Yeah. And if I can add to that, Jason, I'm assuming you guys as a, as a management team and as a board, yeah, uh, as you said, you love to see a higher share price, but that wouldn't really matter today anyways, because you guys are at least a couple of years away from really hitting those big growth numbers or 20 million, hopefully by the end of this year. True. If you do 60% again, you know, uh, that's going over 30 million. And by the way, I'm not I'm right. just extrapolating. Sure. That's when it really matters, right? In a couple of years when it's really going to matter. So even if the share price is higher today, it's not like you'd be exiting anytime soon. Yeah, no, I mean... Obviously, we have to listen to our investors about what comes to us in terms of opportunities, but we're just heads down making the numbers as big as we can, delivering for our partners as best we can. And, uh, you know, what the end of the day, what comes from that is value for all of the investors. And, you know, being a company like ours, where we're going to always protect our investors and being investors ourselves. And um, but if the right deal comes along, then, you know, so be it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought it was important to have that conversation because look, I've been for everyone who watching or listening at home, my personal anecdote is I've been through this, this is the fourth time I'm going through all this where the market wipes out excess valuations for companies that don't deserve it. So, you know, George Com tech, uh, you know, big revenue, but even bigger losses gets wiped out. And then companies like kiddos who are delivering real growth, profitable growth, uh, you know, they, they don't get as washed nearly as washed out, but then, when everything gets better and the all clear comes on and there's no guarantee it's going to happen. So we're not giving financial advice, but the, the companies that are left standing are the ones that just uh, get all the reward. So uh, right. kiddos, no doubt is in that group. And today, Jason, congratulating you. Uh, Eldad, our George. good friend who was out on oh, today, uh, the, the, the whole team uh, for uh, uh, including Tarney, the whole team for what you guys have delivered and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And I know from them, you know, they're incredibly excited and, uh, you know, everybody's focused and working hard to uh, just deliver. And uh, thanks for having me. Great to see you. Thank you. Can't wait to have you back. Uh, have a great day. In the meantime, for everybody at home, you've been watching or if you've listened by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform to Jason Williams, the CEO of Kiddos, trades in Canada, the stock symbol KIDZ. For our friends in the U.S., KDOZF, for those of you looking to start your due diligence, the two ways you do that is get to the company's profile page on Agoracom, because we know a lot of this is new to investors. What is, you know, uh, advertising platform for kids and families? You're going to find all about it there. Great story summary. And then once you've got that under your belt, head right over to the kiddos website, do your deep dive due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Thank you very much. Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then, don't forget to help yourself 
by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform, so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Mocha podcast.